episode of the Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alex Muir, helping you flex your mind, body, and soul. Today's episode 78, we're going to be speaking with Wendy Marin. Wendy Marin is a board-certified hypnotherapist, co-founder of the Center of Success, and a certified instructor for the National Guild of Hypnotists. And please welcome Wendy Marin to the podcast. And this episode is brought to you by RadioGuestList.com, the number one free radio guest podcast and talk show guest expert interview booking service on the internet. This episode is brought to you by PodcastGuest.com, connecting podcasters with great guests. Podcasters. Find relevant experts and other podcasters to be guests on your podcast. Experts, guests, and more. Get booked on great podcasts to expand your reach and audience. Podcastguest.com connects podcasters with experts, authors, and other podcasters to be guests on their podcasts. Disclaimer. All information provided by Alex Muir is of general nature and is spoken from Alex Muir's and his guests' personal experiences and personal opinions on the topics related to fitness, health, and education only. No information is to be taken as medical or other health advice pertaining to any specific health or medical condition. You agree that use of this information is at your own risk and hold Alex Muir harmless from any and all losses, liabilities, injuries, or damages resulting from any and all claims. And we're live. Welcome to the Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alex Muir, helping you flex your mind, body, and soul. And today's episode 78, we're going to be speaking with Wendy Marin. Wendy, welcome to the podcast, the Mindset Podcast. Happy to have you on the show today. And I'm extremely intrigued. I haven't had any guest on yet that specializes in the NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, but specifically with hypnotherapy to help people, you know, build their mindset to help them achieve their goals because that's where the challenge lies is is people they want to know how to build the right mindset to get in a position to achieve their goals and build the life of their dreams so welcome to the podcast i'm super excited for us to dive right into it and uh welcome i'm super excited too so thank you very much and uh, before we go too far into this for your listeners uh, i am a certified hypnotherapist and i also train and teach the National Guild of Hypnotists certification course. But for those of you who don't know what hypnosis really is, it's simply a natural state similar to meditation where we're adding guided kind of imagery to help reach, help our clients reach their goals. It's yeah. not a state where I can put you into hypnosis, Alex, and make you do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And frankly, if that was true, you know what? I would have done it with my teenagers years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hypnosis is simply another tool to help shift those emotions and feelings and those consistent thoughts about worries and anxieties and fears and I'm not good enough and I can't do it to help change them so that you can actually reprogram and create new neural pathways and create new ways of thinking. And that's the, what, yeah, that's what everyone wants. Oh, it is. And as 
when I teach clients and when I help clients, I don't just say, come on, sit in my chair and we're going to have hypnosis. I spend the first hour and a half explaining and having them do exercises so they understand the difference between their conscious analytical mind. That's the part that looks outside and says, should I carry an umbrella or how many of these things do I need to bring? That's a conscious mind asking questions all the time. It's that subconscious mind that those things that keep coming up in our thoughts that we're really focused on. And the subconscious is where those worries and anxieties and fears come from. It's totally normal to have them. And anxieties and worries are not necessarily bad. Yeah. They're simply your mind telling you that something needs to be addressed. Right. So if you if the weather comes on and says, we're going to be having the world's worst blizzard in 500 years, and you start getting anxious and you think, oh my gosh, what if I don't have enough food? What if I don't have enough water? And then you go out and get food and water. What happens to that anxiety, Alex? Yeah, it, it dissolves. It goes away because you've addressed that that fear. Right. It's those fears about the future. And you're so right about that, by the way. It's those fears about the future that when we wonder, what if this is going to happen? What if I fail? What if I can't do it? Those are the fears that really get in our way. Yeah. Because I guarantee, and think about it, Alex, that everything you've succeeded at in your life, you kind of felt like you could do it. Yeah. You took each step and you could do it. And if you started thinking about a podcast and your mind and thoughts were, oh, this is too hard. Oh, what if I sound dumb? Or what if I can't do it? Do you, do you think you would have started? No, you're, the fear, <clears throat> the fear would have uh, stopped me like dead in my tracks before I even attempted. Right. And so these are the tools and techniques that I teach and that are in my book. It's just a portion of them are things that we've done quite naturally. And I was talking to you earlier before we started and you said something that really hit home with me, Alex, because I am in such agreement with you, which is we didn't learn how to create a mindset mm -hmm. when we were in middle school or elementary or high school. We didn't learn how do we become more confident? How do we get over a fear? We didn't learn any of that. And it's not because our education system stinks. It's because teachers don't know how to teach it. Yeah. And sometimes our parents don't know. Mm -hmm. And if I had a foundation of $20 million, you better believe I'd start teaching and training people to teach this in middle school. Yeah. And if, if I had done that when I was little, I wouldn't have been growing up such an anxious person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm totally in agreement with you there because there's this quote that has stuck with me for a little while and I read it and I was like, holy smokes, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was by Tim Grover, who was Michael Jordan's tr personal trainer in his prime. And it, he was also Kobe Bryant's personal trainer. And the quote was, when we're in school, we learn first and then we take the test. But when we're in life, the test comes first and then we learn later. And what he means by that is, right, in life, uh, the second that we're becoming impressionable, we're a young adolescent or we're in elementary, we're starting to, like life is being, you know, coming at us from every angle. And then we're trying to adapt to it and we're trying to figure out where we fit in the world. So that that quote really resonated with me because everyone, and then Terry Crews was on a podcast with Lewis Howes and he said, um, everyone's kind of like a, a puzzle that's not not yet created. It's not put together yet or, or Lego pieces. Like when you make 
when you're young and you're making like Lego ships and stuff like that. And it's all on the ground. It's all sprawled across the ground. But as you go through life, you're putting those Lego pieces together or you're putting those pieces of the puzzle together. And then as you're doing that, you're creating your own, your very own masterpiece, whatever that may be. And you don't know what it is yet, but as you're going through life and you're priming your mindset, you're meeting and collaborating and connecting with great people, that's what's helping you create that, that masterpiece, that piece of art, that, that Lego ship or that, uh, yeah. And it, it really, it really hit me. Like, you know, everyone, everyone has that ability. You don't know kind of what it'll be necessarily right away. Some people know right away. They already know what their Lego ship is or their puzzle is going to be, but some people it takes them a little bit more time and that's okay. And uh, yeah. My goodness. That's a great one. As you were talking, I was imagining there are some people that don't think about this kind of stuff and there they are sitting on the floor with their, their Lego ship or their puzzle and they're picking up a piece going, oh, I can't do that. You know, what if I try and if it fails and they put it back and they pick up another one going, that's too hard and put it back or pick up one and go, what if I fail? And they're the ones and that's their choice and that's okay. But when we really want to move ourselves forward and we pick that up and have those thoughts, we don't have to put that piece back. There are ways that we can change our self-talk to make any movement forward much easier, even bypassing our limiting beliefs about our abilities. Yeah. So yeah. it's absolutely a, I see a great commercial coming up. <laughs> that, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, and the one thing I've learned when you mentioned the Terry Crews thing, which is, uh, no, this is the Michael Jordan's personal trainer, that yeah. in life we take the test and learn later. And that kind of struck me because when we're young and we do something, and we feel ashamed about it. We feel angry. We feel frustrated. And we all have garbage in our past. And when we learn from our experiences is when we can move forward. Yeah. And yeah, life is a big test. And I have no idea. I expect I'm going to pass it. I've already have. Yeah. But I have no idea what I'm going to be doing with my life five or 10 years from now. But I do know how to trust myself to know that it's the right best next step forward. Yeah. And so what I do as a hypnotherapist, as I mentioned, I teach people how their subconscious works because their subconscious has connects to the nervous system and has everything to do with how we respond to things. So for example, if, if I'm afraid of speaking in public and about 85% of people have this fear, um, because the last time I spoke, I got nervous, my hands sweated, I forgot what I was going to say. Anytime I think about that, just that having that thought, what's going to happen to me? I'm going to have the same feelings, aren't I? Yeah. It's going to start to grow and grow and grow. How do I move forward? I have to speak. This is my career depends upon this. Or I've written a book and they want to interview me on the Today Show. I have to be able to speak calmly and with confidence. As hypnotherapists, we help our clients with this. We all do it in different ways. And one of the things I've learned over the years is that most people try to power through it using all their willpower going, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Have you ever known people who did that? Yeah, I tried doing that for sure. And I, and I did it before the, the, 
right? The thoughts were always still there, but I, I just kept trying to push through, even though my body was like, no, this is like, like eh, time out. Like you gotta, you gotta change your mindset before you can change the action. So. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's painful. Yeah, it is. It's very painful. Like your, it, your anxiety just feels like it's just like increasing every time you try and like force yourself through that resistance, through that wall, that emotional wall. That's because it is. I mean, <laughs> it's, I experienced this growing up for pretty much all through my twenties and thirties. And even when I, I became a stockbroker way back in 1979, I had to take a six hour exam at the time. Oh my God. And, <laughs> you know, and it's pass fail. And I graduated college in graphics and art. I didn't even care about stocks and bonds, but I didn't know what to do with my career. So I kept powering through going, I know I don't want to do this, but I don't know what to do. I might as well just get this done. It was years of doing that. I'm just miserable. And I know that connects with a lot of people who are listening to you that you probably at least five people who are listening to you, or maybe 500 are listening and going, I'm not happy with my life the way it is. Yeah. Half of them are going, I don't know what I want to do. And the other half go, I'd love to be able to do this. I'd love yeah. to be able to do this. But what if I can't make enough money? What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? And our happiness is determined by the thoughts that we hold. Yeah. I guarantee you those thoughts are going to make you head down a rabbit hole of feeling, I feel stuck. And we all get stuck. It's, I mean, there's nothing. It's You may have gotten stuck in your life, but you have learned how to go from a different perspective yeah. to achieve your goals. I took the long route and it took me till I was 45 years old. Yeah. But I've helped clients who are 16 or 18 who are like old souls and they get it. <laughs> Yeah. You couldn't have told me that when I was that age. I would have looked at you and go, <laughs> I can't do that. That's not right. So we all come at it at a different time. Yeah. And and there's and again, like you made a really good point. There's no wrong way to do it or right way to do it. There's just it's like some people make those connections later. They just take a lot longer to learn, like, oh, this is how I make that shift in my mindset to not obsess about this thing that's not serving me. And that was a, that was a realization that I made when I was, because I've been mean, going really deep in my meditations, my daily meditations mm -hmm. over the last year, I would say. And especially I went really deep when I went on a on trip to Hawaii with my, uh, my in-laws and my fiance and her brother and his girlfriend. And I was doing research on like, okay, like I've been consistently hitting my meditation for 30 minutes a day, every single day. But I'm like, I want to go deeper. I want to really like battle with that resistance in my mind of like, because you know how things come up, right? You're in a, you're, you're focusing on your breathing. Like they tell you, I use a, an app called Oak. I used to use Headspace, but they charge for it now. And I'm like, and it was really good. But now I'm like, whoa, well, Oak is free. And it's, and I was listening to it and it's got sounds like in the background, like cave water and there's one called clarity I really love. And then like, when I listen to the clarity one, it's like, when I'm in that meditation space, like I, I feel clarity. I feel like my, my mission, everything's getting clear when I'm just listening to that background noise. And over the years I've gone from guided, you know, doing the 20 to 30 minute guided meditations and now I'm unguided. Like not every day will be unguided. Some, some days I need the guidance with the voice, but, but before yeah, before we went to Hawaii, because it was crazy time because of all the flights and everything like that. And we went during the holidays. 
to help prime myself to prepare myself because I know it would be a not an easy uh, trip to get to Hawaii because we've never gone for a trip during the Christmas holidays. And you know, as as anyone might know, like try and get to a destination, you know, wherever you're coming from and going to during the Christmas holidays, it's really it can be really challenging with all the flights and everything like that. And are you talking about life or a trip? Uh, a trip, a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, no, joking. Yeah, yeah. And we were on our way to Hawaii, and yeah, I was doing the half hour sessions per day, still a meditation. But when we were in Hawaii, I'm like, I want to take it to the next level, and I was doing half an hour in the morning, half an hour at night for the meditation session, and. My God, once I got past that one week or week and a bit, I have never been so present in my life. Like once you get to that hour a day, 45 minutes, you know, you're you're still getting the, that resistance in your, in your mind because you're sitting for like, you feel like you're sitting for a long time. But that's what helped me make that shift in the mindset of, because my inner critic has always been really loud for a long time. But once I deep in my meditation, I just force myself to like, Hey, just, just try it. Just like go another five minutes, go another 10 minutes. If you just push past that initial level of resistance, you don't push past it a ton, but you do it a little bit more. Your mind, you become more observant of those thoughts that were once not serving you. And then you start to be like, Oh, okay. You know, this, this is okay. You know, I, I'm, I might be thinking about this, worrying about, you know, work, worrying about, you know, what I said to my, you know, my spouse or whatever, but you know, that's, that, that doesn't, that doesn't define me. That's just a thought, right? Our thoughts don't define us. Our thoughts are just there. And, and, and if we learn to observe them more, we, we learn to, uh, uh, like manage them, manage them. And when we met, we know how to manage them when they, when the thoughts do creep up, they won't take a hold of us. Um, when, when the fear sets in, we met, we learn to manage our fear and then manifest our success through that. Wow. Well, you just did my whole talk. We're doing <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the being aware of our thoughts is step number one. And what you've done is gone beyond that, which is exactly where you need to be, which yeah. is what do I do with these thoughts? And we're always going to have fears and worries and anxieties. It's part of the process of how our subconscious works. And for those of you who think we can get rid of all our fears and anxieties, I will tell you right now, I wish we could. Yeah. And it's a part of our subconscious mind and our subconscious, which holds our memories, our imagination, our emotions and feelings. This is something hardwired in our mind. We cannot get rid of it. Think back, think of when we were cavemen back 10,000 years ago or longer. You're in your cozy little cave and the nice fire going and it's safe and warm. But then you run out of food and you have to leave the cave to go get food. But you don't know what's out that cave that could be wild animals. It could be other cavemen. It could be things that you don't even know. And so your subconscious, which is designed to keep you safe, the minute you walk out of that cave to get berries and nuts and whatever kinds of foods, your subconscious keeps you on high alert yeah. just in case there's something right around the corner. And that's for your safety, of the safety of the species. So you can keep on procreating and growing. Once you get back in your cave, you're fine. But that feeling of being on high alert, which is kind of anxious and worried, Fast forward, you know, 10,000 years, and here we are today. Most of us 
can leave our caves, our homes, go down the street, get something to eat and come back. We don't have to worry about that anymore, do we? Yeah. But, but it's that, still hardwired in us as human still beings. Hardwired. Yeah. Right. So you, yeah. And then it's going to go into all sorts of weird directions. I mean, those I will I share with my clients because they think my life is absolutely perfect. And I don't want <laughs> that. And so I tell them some of my crazy thoughts that come into my mind. And for example, I was worried my boyfriend was taking my dog out for a walk and I had this image of a car hitting both of them. And I'm starting to feel, oh my God, I'm scared. You know, maybe I should call him. And I'm starting to follow that thought down the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. And it's just darn thought. Yeah. And where did it come from? Is that crazy? One time I thought the house was going to fall down because the windows sills would rot and then the stones would fall in. And oh my gosh, I'm like, I feel kind of nuts about this. (laughs) It's true of all of us. We have kind of weird, crazy thoughts. So when you observe those thoughts and you've observed your thoughts, and you know they're not serving you, and I know me worrying about my boyfriend and my dog getting hit by a car can't serve me because I can't do anything about it. And so what I do is I intentionally have learned how to, I intentionally change my thought. I notice it, and then I move to another side and change my thought. And it's a process that we all can learn And it happens to have a powerful effect on our subconscious mind and how our body responds. And as a result, people think that hypnotherapists are magicians, like it's a whole magic process. It's not. It's based in science. I mean, I could be the best practitioner in all of America, but it doesn't really matter. It's because of how our mind works. And once we learn that, then you've got the whole perimeter of those puzzle pieces and the whole base of that Lego ship built and we can move forward from there. Yeah. The learning, learning how to make that intentional change in your thoughts is, yeah, like you've said, you, you've already built a quarter or half or three quarters of that ship already because, because it's learning how to manage those thoughts in the mind Yeah, and and navigating, navigating that because it's emotional regulation and it is, but it doesn't have to be hard. No. Uh, so if it's okay with you, I'd like to take you through a process and any of the listeners. And if you're in your car listening to this, please don't do it in your car and you won't be able to, but come back and re-listen to this podcast so you could do it at home because this may be the one major change that you've been looking for that you didn't even know existed. i love to go through it with you. Let's do it. That would be so much fun. Just take a symbolic step to the right side of the room. And this is the outcome that you want. And so you have this idea for a business and you really want to do it with all your heart, but all those thoughts are getting in the way because maybe it's new. Maybe nobody's ever done it before. So tell me, what is the outcome you want? Tell me how you want to feel. Tell me what it's going to look like, feel like, sound like. What is it going to be and feel like when you're successful? How will you feel? I would feel like I'm living my meaningful life's meaningful mission. I'll feel everything's congruent, that everything's aligned the way it should be, that I'm exuding optimism, enthusiasm, passion. I'm like, I'm coming into each day to, to work on my on my business. And I'm completely present because I'm in flow because I've created this flow state because I'm really passionate about what I do. 
Yeah. And by being passionate and about what I do and being and being this flow state, I create I create the best service for my clients. I I can show up to the best of my ability and be my best, most authentic self, which in turn creates a thriving a thriving relationship with my spouse, thriving relationships with my clients, thriving relationships with my my friends, with my family, and people gravitate towards that energy. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the outcome you want. And so you know how to do now is to change your self-talk and say, I know I'm going to be successful. I know I'm going to be successful. And if I had you stand in the center of the room repeating, I know I'm going to be successful, repeating that over and over, you might notice at some point a little voice in the back of your mind that goes, you don't know that. Other people have failed. You don't know that's what's going to happen. And as we notice that little voice in the background of our mind, it's easy to slide back into, I'm worried it's not going to work. I'm worried I don't have the knowledge. I'm worried that people aren't going to care what I offer. We don't want to have that happen. So using self-talk in only a positive way can does have some flaws in it because of those underlying beliefs of, what if it doesn't work? I'm afraid it doesn't work. You know, nobody in my family has ever been successful. And I know a lot of people who failed. So I want you to go to the right side of the room. Just take a symbolic step there and close your eyes. And I'd like you to imagine yourself in the future. A month, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, infinity. Imagine yourself in the future, Alex. Notice what you look like. Your hair looks great. Put yourself in your favorite colors. Your eyes are sparkling. You're smiling. And about how old are you in this future you? Just use your imagination just to make it up. I'm just going to say I'm in my 40s. Your 40s. Or early, like mid-30s. Okay. And at the risk of being personal, do you think you might have children or no children? Children, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to imagine this you in the future. Maybe you, you could pretend to see it on a widescreen TV. And maybe there you are on vacation with your wife. And I don't know how many kids are here, but there's kids here. These are your children. And one of them comes up and takes your hand and says, come with me. I have to show you something. And you just look down and just feel so full of love for these children. And here you are in this wonderful vacation and you're on this vacation because your career and your business has exploded in such a way that it's you could easily afford going anywhere you want. And you look and you notice the business is running fine while you're here. You are a success. You help your clients. You love what you do and you love just that you get to have some time with your family. You love that your clients thank you, your relationship with your spouse and your kids. You feel so grateful and so blessed and just pretend to imagine all this is happening. And I don't know if you see it or like a snapshot or a video, and it doesn't really matter. Just pretend this is the future. And now I'd like you just to pretend to imagine you're stepping inside your body that's here, like you're stepping inside a costume and put your feet in your feet. 
and your arms and your arms, your head and your head and your, and just feel yourself in this costume, in this person of the future. And while you're here, I'd like you to say to yourself, I like the idea that my life and career are successful and I feel great. I like the idea. My life and career are a success and I feel great. I like the idea. I love my life and my career and I'm a success in my career and I feel great. And let your mind wander as you keep on repeating this, as you hear me talking in the background. And maybe you imagine you're going to a restaurant and meeting a friend that you haven't seen for a while and you sit down and your friend goes, Oh my gosh, I am so proud of you've created. You are amazing. And you smile and say, thank you. I'm so excited to see you. And just hear what others say about you. Hear what you're saying to yourself. I've done it and I am keep on doing it. And I love my life. I like the idea. Everything works out and I feel great. And keep imagining. And you don't have to imagine what the career is. You don't even have to know what it is. But you know that your life is great. Your career is great. And you have love in your life and wonderful friends and you help others. I like the idea that everything works out and I feel great. And now just open your eyes. Would you agree this is the outcome you want? Absolutely. Okay. And would you agree that this is also a thought about the future? It is. Yeah. And how does your body feel? That that shift from like the tension of imagining my fears to the mm-hmm. transition to imagining my happiness. I could feel I could feel the like physiologically like my my mindset and my body change and and I was it felt like I was stepping into my future with those thoughts. Yeah. And and so as this is the outcome you want, as you're taking all the steps that you need to do to get there, which is not one big giant leap, it's a lot of small steps that you're going to be doing. And you may not even know where it's going to head, but you know how you want to feel. Yeah. That old feeling, the worries and fears that were over there on the other side of the room, those are real feelings. Those are true feelings. Those are feelings that have happened often. They're very familiar, aren't they? Yeah. But the ones over here are kind of new, aren't they? Yeah. You don't usually think of these things. And it feels like you're making all this stuff up, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, when we think about the future and over that left side, what are you doing over there? Are you making that stuff up? Also making that stuff up. We're creating those thoughts. You're making that stuff up because you don't know the future, do you? Yeah. And so over here, you're making it up. But this being over here on the right side with I like the idea that allows you, even though we don't know exactly what you're going to be doing, but you know how you want to feel. You know how you want to be. You don't know it specifically, but this is where when you're on this side, this is where you can take steps without feeling that inner anxiety overcoming you. If you were just to say, I am successful and I feel great. Most of us don't believe that all the time. We want it, but we don't believe it. And if we don't believe it 100%, we're going to slide over to all those worries. But over here on the right side of the room, I like the idea I'm a success and I feel great. 
You do believe that because you do like that idea. And you can keep that thought in your mind and the message you send to your subconscious from this point, because you're holding on to that and sending that thought, that's what you get to achieve. It goes back to that concept, whatever we can conceive, we can achieve. Was that, I don't know, Henry Ford, maybe? Yeah, yeah. But we have to say, I like the idea that because that part is believable. The rest just goes in. But if you try to give yourself and be a cheerleader going, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. That's where willpower comes in. Because that little voice back there that goes, you don't know that. How do you know that? Da, 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 da. It's a simple concept, but it has massive, profound effects on how you feel in the moment. Because there's only, what's the difference between that side of the room over there on the left and the right side? Just a different yeah. thought, isn't it? Yeah, different thoughts. Yeah. So you can use the left side thoughts, even though you're worried and power through it. Or you can send a message out to the universe, out to your body. This is what I want. And then that means you can achieve things much more easily. I absolutely love that. That was, that was like, I could feel that, that shift in thought just by us like walking through it together on left side and right side thoughts. Yeah. And the key is, I like the idea that that is the key that you have to add before those thoughts, because there's a limiting belief in all of us that we're going to, you know, I'm worried I'm going to fail. And anytime you notice those negative thoughts, you just even just self-talk say, well, I like the idea. And it's going to bring you to those feelings and images and thoughts on that right side. When I learned, when I created this, when this came to me, I had a client who was in the commercial reinsurance, real estate business. I mean, I don't even understand it. And he was about 42 and at the top of his career. And there were only in this kind of complicated insurance, there were only like a few handful of companies in the US that did this. And he was at the top of his career. He was at the top of the salary range and he hated working with his boss. He hated it. And he came to me for help. And I said, I can't take the stress out of this business, out of what you're doing because this guy's president and you know he's a psychopath and you're never, you don't want to be here, do you? He goes, no. He said, but I can't. He said, but there's no other place to be. He said, I know everybody in my field. I want to stay where I'm living. I have two kids. My wife is happy. I need to make this amount of money. There is no job out there. And when he said, he said, but I like the idea that could happen. When he said those five words, the little light bulb went off in my brain. And I said, so what you're going to do is practice your self-hypnosis, practice creating new neural pathways, practice being over here. So your, so your optimism and positivity are more a part of your day. He said, yeah. sounds good to me. He sent me, we finished our sessions. He sent me an email two months later and he lived in Pennsylvania in Westchester. And he sends me an email. He goes, Wendy, I have to tell you, uh, he said, I've been in my new job and I love it. He said, I started saying that sentence to myself and I felt comfortable. He said, I just kept saying it, even though I kind of didn't believe it, but I liked the idea. It was true. He said, I reached out to my colleagues and somebody said, you know, we want to shift and change. We want to create this job just for you. He said, I'm working in New York. I'm going to be working in New York now. They created a job. I'm making 30% more money. He said, and I only have to go to New York one day a week and I get to stay home the rest. And I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. I was jumping up and down for him. But now is it the universe making changes for him? Who knows? But we know he couldn't have taken those steps if he didn't have those thoughts in his mind. And so as I use that, the I like the idea that it is a very powerful way to change your self-talk to get to where you want to be. It's all about changing our self-talk. And once we learn how to navigate from the left side of the room, our negative thoughts to the right side of the room are, are creating and cultivating those positive thoughts and they dominate our day more. That's when we really start to see yeah. change, change. You're right. And those things on the left side, we're making them up, aren't we? Yeah. And on the right side, we're making them up. So while we're doing whatever we're doing, we might as well feel better. (laughs) Because the right side of the room, those positive thoughts are also changing our inner state. Yes, they are. To be be predominantly more positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I can move forward feeling optimistic. And if I have those thoughts on the left side, I just go, well, I like the idea. Everything works better than I imagined. And I've used this with my clients for about 15 years. And then I decided to write a book about it. And I did. And all my clients have to read it before their first session. It's only a tiny part of what I do. But I've had clients who read it and go, well, you know, I have migraines every day, but I like the idea that my head feels fine. Now I don't need you because I don't have migraines, Wendy. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) you know what that's okay and i recently published my second book the first one is called powerful thinking on purpose the second book has an amazing title took a long time to figure it out powerful thinking on purpose for athletes (laughs) i love it i love it only because i help athletes public speakers and athletes it's performance they actually and i've helped an olympic athlete who was I think fifth in the world. And even during her tryouts for the Olympics, she managed to best her best time. And as athletes, they realize because we do some exercises, their body can do more than they think it can. It's a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Being a hypnotist, being a certified hypnotist, a hypnotherapist is more fun than anything I've ever done in my life. Oh, absolutely. Because you're you're helping people like change their inner self-talk. And And that's what you're doing with these podcasts. And you're giving them an alphabet soup of all sorts of great different ideas. Absolutely. It's not one idea fits everybody, but when you connect with that one concept, there's nothing that can stop you. Nothing at all. Whether it's Tim Ferriss's ideas, whether it's Terry Cruz's ideas, whether, and you're going to come up with your own, Alex. Yep. It's all, and, it's all starting to come together. Yeah. It's you're heading out of you know, a really fun journey. Yeah. So I know you probably have to go and so do I, and I want to thank you so much for having me. And I am very excited to watch where you're headed. Absolutely. And I, it was an absolute pleasure talking with you, Wendy. And I, I really enjoyed our, uh, our podcast interview today and I would love to do another one, maybe go into, maybe a, try another type of modality that you use with your clients. Oh, I've got a, yeah. I've got a whole suitcase full. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, our next episode, our part two, we should do one talking about powerful thinking on purpose for athletes, how to, how to increase an athlete's athletic performance by changing, right. Their inner self-talk, their, their, uh, improving their mindset to be a better athlete. 
that is going to be mind blowing to you. In fact, I'll have you do little an experiment and you're going to notice how you can do something even better than you could have done it five minutes before. Yeah. I would love to do that with you. That'd be awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you again and uh, keep doing what you're doing. I am very impressed. Absolutely. Yeah. So for our uh, podcast, I, 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 uh, I always aim to publish like same day that I record because it's always in the same week because I, I always like to do one episode a week. So if it's all right with you, I, I like, I'll probably publish this tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific. That's, I don't know what time zone you're in, but, and then I, what I do is I create an audiogram of our podcast because I know it's audio only, but I like to make it into like a video of like the, uh, the audio. Uh-huh. So it's more interactive. And then I'll share it on Instagram, Facebook, what else? And then, yeah. And then it'll be published to Apple podcasts, Spotify podcasts, wherever people listen to podcasts. Yeah. And then I can get that audio to you later, to, later tonight. Yeah. And uh, I will follow you on Instagram Sounds and good. I can get all the information from that. Can I? Yeah. And then, Because I have a lot of people on my email addresses. And of course the goal is to get them to listen to your podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I always like, and especially when my guests are on Instagram, because that's like my main platform that I use, I, I'll always tag you in the, in the post too. So I'll tag you in it. Plus I'll send you the, the uh, social media post and then the raw audio too. Yeah. Have a great day. I got to go out and give my dog a walk before it starts to pour here in Pennsylvania. Sounds and good. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this, Alex. Absolutely. Really appreciate your time when it was a great interview and I'm looking forward to, uh, us collaborating again soon on another episode. Okay. That would be fun. Sounds good. That'd be awesome. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. The Mindset Mission. The Mindset's mission is to empower 30 plus million listeners worldwide to achieve optimal mental and physical health through engaging podcasts, inspiring positive change for future generations. listeners. I thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Alex Muir, helping you flex your mind, body, and soul. And I just want to start off by saying, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I appreciate your feedback on my episodes and following the show. And I would like your feedback as well in the form of a short rating and review on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify podcast now has a rating and review section. Um, so I would love your feedback on Apple podcasts, Spotify podcasts, um, to, to help me, uh, attract great guests and to help me further the show and, uh, develop the show and improve the show. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed this, uh, episode. And again, uh, you can reach out to me, um, to give additional feedback on my, my blog, that's alexandermuir.com slash blog. You can reach out to me on uh, through my Instagram, through Facebook. All my links are in the show notes. And again, I appreciate you and thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that special guest series episode. 
brought to you by radioguestlist.com. If you enjoyed this podcast interview with myself and my guests, and you'd like to give me some feedback, please do so by leaving a short review on Apple Podcasts under Mindsep Podcast. That's M-I-N-D-C-E-P, the Mindset Podcast. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll be happy to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so as well on social media or on my blog. That's Alexander Muir, A-L-X-A-N-D-E-R, Muir, M as a Mike, U-I-R.com. And thank you for listening and see y'all next time.